You're listening to Corpline here on QWRPFM. Corpline this week is brought to you by the Spiteful Rifle Trifle. Get out of your plane and into an island full of angry boys who are killing each other for dinner. The Spiteful Rifle Trifle. It'll keep you busy till nightfall. Good morning, Innsburg. Big G Money here with a train. How's it going, Alex? Properly aligned. Always good to hear. I dressed to the left. TMI, my dude. I don't need to know that, but I'm just glad you're feeling well, and hopefully everyone out there is feeling well in the city I live in, the city of Innsburg. It's time for the news. Now I'll tell you why. This week, you can come on down to the Novel Hovel to hear noted Lester Miami author Cheryl Burnett Poultis read from her latest book of poetry, Ode to Several Raccoons I Found Lodged in My Car's Radiator One Autumn Morning. Uh, no? Uh, I hate it when artists feel the need to make their work more commercial. I wouldn't bother going, Graham. Ode to Several Raccoons I Found Lodged in My Car's Radiator One Autumn Morning is just a pale shadow of Bert Nutt Poultice's previous work, two dead swans rotting, occasionally turning, and then sinking into a stagnant pool. I would just stay home and reread that instead. Also no? Well, if you're looking for something else to do in town this weekend, Amateur Night makes its long-anticipated return at Piddler's Comedy Club on Saturday night after a four-month hiatus for safety fence installation. Come try out your new material in Piddler's brand new ISO-certified Joke Delivery Zone. As always, admission is by donation to the Girl Scouts. Minimum suggested donation is $5 or a package of 388 Lapua Magnum rounds. And speaking of long shots, it's time now to check in with Richter and see if he has any traffic news for us from the QWRP Traffic Coopter. How's it going, Richter? Hello, Graham! Hello, Alex! And welcome to Susie Q's birthday! Is that your new nickname for the Coopter? I don't... Ah, silly, Graham! Inanimate objects don't deserve names. No, Susie Q is the person that's rented me for the day because it's her special day. It's her birthday. I'm sorry, Richter. Where are you? I don't want to compromise anyone's OPSEC, Graham, but I am in the backyard of a prominent Lester Heights family. A family whose last name begins with Q, Richter. Perhaps we've said too much, but I can't say enough about how fun it is to have me at your party. You're, you're doing it again, aren't you? You're doing a side gig while you're doing your... Wait, are we the side gig? Richter, you tell us if we were the side gig. That's for me to know and you to find out. Just like how much fun it is to have me at your party. You can have Richter Hammock Slam, radio personality and traffic reporter extraordinaire, but here at your birthday, wedding anniversary... Lunar birthday or live birthday. If you're promoting yourself as a traffic reporter, I think there's grounds for a false advertising case. Graham, have you ever heard me give a good traffic report? I'd argue you have to give a traffic report for it to be good. Then what are your qualifications to judge on the quality of my traffic reports? QED. Richter, I am positive you're using QED wrong. That's right. For just a low fee of $399, I would be willing to show up at whatever social function you have to give my three-minute spiel. Considering the cost of keeping the co filled up 
and my time flying out to your function, that's quite a value. Richter, you could probably charge less if you weren't flying our helicopter to bar mitzvahs. That's right, I'm available for bar mitzvahs, bat mitzvahs, and quinceaneras, human and cat. Well, Richter, I... All right, fine, how about this? What's the traffic like in the pull-through under the Quackenbush's port cachere? Anyway, happy third birthday to Susanna Quackenbush. And now we have a special guest in the studio. It's Raster Heights Academy Student Council President Beatrice Lanstrad, who is here to talk to us about the upcoming student strike because she said it was very important and that local media should cover it. And she wrote a series of emails to station manager Joan and myself and Alex and Michael and Jimmy Jams and the Prank Patrol. And at a certain point, we just decided, sure. So, hi, Beatrice. Thanks for joining me today. Hello, Graham. Thank, thank you for having me. I'm Beatrice Lanstead, and I'm the president of the Raster Heights Academy. And I'm here to talk to you today because the school administration has, has, has given us a great burden and placed a great injustice upon us. And it's very important that the public hear our story of oppression. As I understand it, they moved pierogi day. That's correct. Well, Beatrice, it's been a pleasure. Wait, 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 wait. excuse me. I, that, that, it, that has... A lot of ramifications for the student body at Raster Heights Academy. Um, because pierogi day used to be on Wednesday, but now it is on Thursday. That means that it directly conflicts with the sideball team practice. And the sideball players are unable to join the lineup, which means by the time that everyone on the sideball team and everyone who volunteers at the sideball team booster club, uh, which I am vice president of, uh, gets into line, all of the bacon and cheese pierogies are gone. So spinach and ricotta is no substitute for the delicious smoky taste of bacon after a hard sideball practice or a hard session of cheering on the sideball team. They also raised the price of melon bread by 25 cents, which has placed undue financial hardship on a large portion of the eighth graders that at, 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 attend our school. Which portion? The manga club of which I am the treasurer. I am also the president of the Radio Broadcast Club, so it is a great honor for me to be here in the same studio that Jimmy Jams and Afternoon Jams and the Prank Patrol will be in in a mere few hours. Oh, well, uh, can't really say you've had the, uh, the full Jimmy Jams experience unless you've been downwind of him. Um, so, pierogies is why you're going on strike? <clears throat> that that's that's correct. Yes, uh, the student body at Raster Heights Academy has had enough of our freedoms being violated and our rights being disrespected. So we we we've organized for a general strike on Monday. Uh, we will not be going to class 
Instead, we will be heading downtown to the coffee shop on 4th Avenue so we can protest um, while enjoying a selection of cookies and baked goods that should be available in our own cafeteria but are not. This seems like an overreaction. Well, our original plan was to um, uh, uh, go down to the town hall and uh, dump a large vat of pierogies and sour cream into the fountain. Um, but after uh, we uh, we negotiated down from that stance. So I feel this is a fair and measured response to the hardships that we are facing at Raster Heights Academy. Sounds like everyone's just cutting class. While I can't speak to the motivations of my uh, of all of my comrades at Raster Heights Academy, uh, I believe this is a, uh, a fair way to exercise our voice as free citizens in a democratic society and also to block traffic because we will be blocking traffic. What? Block... Where? Like in Raster Heights? No, uh, d- downtown. Um, I, I don't want to divulge the exact location because uh, uh, our protest and our cause is extremely important. And um, I don't. I want to uh, preserve the element of surprise and disruption that will, will be on our side. And uh, I think it's important to fight the power and rise up and unify as one for, for pierogi day back on Wednesday. And also 25 cents off the price of melon bread. All right, Beatrice. Well, you've delivered your message. Hashtag Pierogi Wednesday on Instagram. Advertise your hashtag. Given us as good a traffic report as we ever get. Is there anything else you want to say before I let you go? Uh, yes, actually, um, because I am the president of the Radio Broadcast Club at Raster Heights Academy, I have a lot of experience in journalism and radio technology. And uh, I would just like to say that when your current summer interns uh, term is up, uh, please consider me for any positions that may be opening. Uh, I can provide a resume and references upon request. I'll mention it to Joan. I already have her email, but thank you. Uh, youth. Speaking of youth, thanks to the numerous and passionate responses from you listeners uh we do know the location of summer intern derek and yes he is indeed still at the bumper farms escape field joan chucked a battery back up over the fence and now we have him on the line hello derek hi graham hi alex you sound awful chipper for somebody who spent three days outside in a field it's my radio persona alex i always have to be broadcasting positive energy to all of our listeners But how do you feel, really? I'll ask the questions, Graham. I'm worried you're not getting enough fluids. Joan's out doing the monthly supply run. She could get, like, a Capri Sun or something and just kind of huck it your way. Oh, that'll come in really handy, guys. I think I'm going to need a straw for the next part of the puzzle. Right. I guess describe what it is that is happening to you. You bet. Fellow listeners, I am at the site of Father Granton Bumper's Corn Corridor, which proved very popular last year amongst all of you. It has since burned to the ground, and he has erected a 300-yard square of chain-link fencing and concertina wire, and has now dubbed it the escape field. I have found it very challenging. Yeah, you've been out there for three days, Derek. But I'm not alone. I can see Father Bumper in the central control tower. Howdy, boy. You've been out there a long time. You're sure you don't need any what the hell was that i think it's called a voice modulator alex father bumper are you listening to the radio free derek now give us back our intern people are startlingly upset if he doesn't come back i'm gonna be the one who has to finish detailing the van oh you'll have your intern back right as rain as soon as he finishes escaping from this field which i might add is not 
technically impossible. But all the puzzles have really thrown me for a loop. I mean, what am I supposed to do with this padlock? You mean you haven't yet found the key? Did you check over on the west side, next to the towers of Hanoi? That was a rhetorical hard-hitting question, Father Bumper! I can do this myself! I don't need your hints! Well, that's up to you. You do know that every hour costs you another $15. Sorry, what? You sent me here to get the story, Alex. The only way to get the story is to live the story, and I'm not dead yet. No story from you is worth more than $1,000! I'm just gonna text Joan and mention that she might want to get a couple fewer pens. Can I still get that Capri Sun? Sure, I'll see if I can squeeze it into next year's fourth quarter budget. You saw the sign when you came in, boy. No outside food or drink. Well, guys, before I do the rest of the interview, I need to get out of this field, so I'm gonna take stock of the situation I'm in. Um... Let's look, let's look at all the things I have. Uh, I, I'm at a padlock, and I have uh, a square crank, and I have a copper gear, and a cat's eye marble, and I have this blue key. You have a key? Yeah, Fuzzles the Clown gave it to me when I came in. Fuzzles the... Try the key in the lock, Derek. That's dumb, Alex. It's a combination lock. How am I supposed to use a key with all these numbers on it in the lock? I'm going to text Joan again and see if there's enough of a run-up on the driveway that she can crash through the fence and just get Derek out of there. I think that would be construed as cheating, Graham. Uh-huh. I would kindly ask, boy, for you to not vandalize my property. Are you sure you don't want another hint? Even at a discount? The hints are extra? Three for 80. Best value. I didn't want to run up the budget, Alex. And besides, I've seen lots of people escape from here. Sandra Brenmore got out ten minutes ago. Admittedly, she used the secret passage to the rum tunnels. That is not an authorized exit. I gotta lay some asphalt down over top of that. Derek? Yeah, Graham? The numbers on that key you have. Uh-huh. Try putting those into the combination lock. Well, it's not RFID activated. Do you think it might be magnetic? Just enter them in, Derek. Why is everybody upset that you're gone? You mean just spin the dials until they match? There's no way that's gonna work. This is a diabolical field, Alex. Oh wow, it worked! It just goes to show you that sometimes the simplest answers to the puzzles are the simplest answers. So is that it? Are you out? No, now I'm in stage 3A. I don't have a good frame of reference for what that means. It's a branching storyline, so there's really no set beginning or end. You just have to find your own way to navigate this narrative. Could you navigate Derek to the exit, please? Oh, that's going to be a problem. Then he's going to start digging in the fields and locate the copper capybara. Oh, spoilers, Father Bumper! Alternately, just let him out so that I can stop reading this angry black fax. Y'all keep saying let him out like I've locked him in or something. What? Forcibly keeping people against their will is unethical and illegal. I'm not going to give up on my dreams. I started this puzzle and I'm going to see it through, even if it bankrupts the station. Ah! Uh, Derek, Derek, look, look, there's b breaking news back here at the studio. And, oh, the, o the only thing that can break the, the news is hard-hitting questions. <laughs> Oh, Derek, you're welcome to come back anytime. But remember, everyone who enters must pay a terrible price. $14.95 for the first hour. No free re-entry. Okay, well, now we have to find some sort of news that Derek might care about, which means it's time for the break. When we come back, let's hope it's sunny on Sunday for the first annual Innsberg Mock Rock River Welk Walk for a Walk. Pardon me? Participants will traverse a 10-kilometer route of Innsberg's most scenic culvert grid in support of the endangered Innsberg Mock Rock River Welk. 
All funds raised by the Mock Rock River Welk Walk for a Walk will go to the organization and planning of a better fundraising walk later this year. I'm surprised they didn't think to sponsor the show. Well, maybe when they save up for that second walk. Stick around, more Corpline after this. You're listening to Corpline here on QWRPFM. Thanks again to our sponsor, the Spiteful Rifle Trifle. Smack some boys with a cast iron griddle and do flips while riding Eastern European kerosene burners. The Spiteful Rifle Trifle. These antics are an eyeful. 